if you are younger and you're listening right now, the sooner you can be like, hey, I like that. Hey, I don't like that. Hey, I feel uncomfortable. No, you're not listening to me. Yes, I want this. Please do this. Don't do that. Like the more you're going to feel like you have control of your actions, your body, what you want, what you don't want. Welcome back to Hello and Goodbye. I'm Leanna. I'm Jared. And we are here today. <laughs> I feel like I always preface it like that. No, we have a fun little episode for you. We have, again, like we have a grab bag of topics of updates of our lives. Um, I know last week was just me with Samara, who was such an amazing guest. And Jared's back. Yeah, really cool interview, by the way. I really... Um... Like when she talked about the the dials of like warmth and strength mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and those being separate dials, I actually I feel like I really learned something. Yeah, well, it was interesting. I I, I think it's as a woman, it's really hard to listen to that part of like why would we have to specifically change our tone to like get what we want from a man or to mm -hmm. make our man happy. But mm -hmm. in the context of that conversation, we're you know talking about well, you know what. Like if you're in an unsafe situation or you feel endangered or threatened or you know what? No shame. You want the job. Like we almost, it's almost like giving us a little bit of power. Of yeah. Like we have the power over our voices and ourselves that we can decide when we want to use that. So anyway, it's a great conversation, but Jared's back. I'm sure you all missed him. Um, and so we're going to update. And then we're also going to do like a little blurb on kissing and flirting. Well, we're, we're gonna do like, yeah. So you know, we 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 don't like to be experts, right? And try to give people advice. So this is like advice to our like younger selves. And I think yes. And I think we both have done you know just from life experience alone. <laughs> yeah, kissing and flirting. Yeah. Well, how this kind of started is we were talking about like what what advice would we give our younger selves on all of it. Yeah. You know, so and, you know, it's interesting, I'm sure, if everybody thinks about it in so many different aspects. So, um, OK, quick update slash preface. I can't think of another word right now other than preface. So that's sure. what you're getting. Prologue. Um, so, pro <laughs> sure. Um, so after today, we're going to be running four weeks of best ofs. So Jared and I are going to take a little break, mental health recovery rejuvenation mm -hmm. summer um, vacation I, summer we're going vacation. to we're going to summer camp and we're gonna <laughs> i don't know what do people do at summer camp make friendship bracelets and yeah and uh, jump in lakes and get yeah, sunburned exactly yeah. yeah um and i'm gonna be working on some new content that's coming out in july so you get four weeks of we picked out our four like one some of our four of our favorite episodes. And I think you guys are going to really like, really like them. So whether you're re-listening to them or listening to them the first time, we'll do like a little intro clip. So you guys hear mm -hmm. from us and then we'll, you know, enjoy the episode. Yeah. Okay. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast. We have some really cool bonus content on there. Um, you get a discount for merch. It's as little as $3 a month. So head over to our Patreon rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow, rate on Spotify, share with a friend. All of those things really help us out. Yeah, thanks for the support. Yeah. Let's start with you for okay. the update. This is this is going to come as a shock. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I got COVID. Yeah, it was a whole thing. So I got COVID. It was like a bad cold for three days. Here's the really, really annoying thing. I feel like it's sort of hanging around. Mm -hmm. Like I, I have all my energy. I feel fine. I've been like able to exercise and stuff like that, but I still have this like congestion, like head congestion, which doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. But the problem was I was supposed to go on this meditation retreat and this was like fully like 10 or 11 days after I got my first symptoms. 
And my symptoms were only bad for like three days. And then they've been just about gone, except for this dumb congestion thing. Uh, and when I was supposed to leave for this trip, I needed to take a negative antibody test and it came up positive. Mm-hmm. And so, which is weird because, so you can have false positive tests, like even when you're no longer contagious. Mm-hmm. And I sort of tried to explain that, but obviously like, you know, they want to err on the safe side and sort of right. and stuff like that. So, so I wasn't able to go on that, but now I'm like, well, am I like, do I keep taking tests and like try to get a negative one or like am i allowed to go out without a mask if you know because i i don't think i'm still contagious even if the tests would show a positive which is like something that happens uh but so i don't know so i've been home chilling uh doing some projects doing a lot of cooking uh it's been nice yeah well i think I think there's going to be people listening a bit be like, yeah, go out without a mask. Who cares? And like, you're probably fine. And then there's probably going to be people like wear a mask and like stay inside and all of that. And mm-hmm. my whole thing is like the CDC is saying like five days after symptoms start. Yep. So your five days are up. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't like, you're probably not contagious. COVID does can stay up or can stay present in people for longer periods of time. So, yeah. So I was, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like I was working from home and then, you know, 10 days after my first symptoms, like my work's rule was like, you know, they had someone who like manages COVID, like call me and, you know, figure out, okay, what day did this happen and whatever. And then they were like, okay, this is the day you can come back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and like, they're like after day 10, like you can come back, you don't have to wear a mask, like whatever. But like, I still wore a mask at work. Like when I'm in meetings with people, cause I'm like, I don't know, like I still yeah. have yeah, like some congestion, but I, it's, but like, maybe that's allergies. Who fucking knows? I know. Well, yeah. well, I, I mean, I definitely had COVID symptoms for a few weeks afterwards. I've just, I would have con- like phlegm or like a yeah. cough or whatever, you know, I mean, it attacks your system pretty decently. So I guess, man. Yeah. But it was so funny when you texted me because I had been with you. Yeah. Two days before your symptoms started. Yeah. I did not come down with it. And I'm I'm thinking, well, it's not like we were super close in proximity, but also mm-hmm. I had COVID in at the end of December. So hopefully that was like, I still had the antibodies. If yeah. You might've had like the same exact strain that I had. Right. Like right. That. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I got lucky, but when you told me you had COVID, my first thought was this is going to be the best week of Jared's life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was exactly what I needed. It's been really interesting. So, you know, listeners who listen to us every week know that, you know, I lost my father to COVID at the very end of January. And I feel like getting to slow down, Mm -hmm. It was like, I feel like I'm actually starting to grieve it for the first, Mm -hmm. like, I'm just like crying randomly Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um, in a really beautiful way, in like a really painful way. Like Mm -hmm. I've had some great therapy sessions over the past like week and a half, but yeah, just slowing down and like doing nothing has been amazing. I watched Love is Blind Japan, which is by far the best one. It's Mm -hmm. so good. I I kind of want to start it over. Like I'm so attached (laughs) to the people. Um, and it's yeah it's super cool everyone should watch it it's great okay there you have it love is blind japan so good so good well so i've had a few things happen yeah yeah there's been crazy some excitement in your life (laughs) i'll start first with the update of the guy that i had been on and off kind of seeing casually and we had you know, I was like really hesitant about it because we have different beliefs and like in terms of the political side of things. And then I started like really liking him and then I caught feelings and he didn't. And so then we like stopped, like we pulled back and then it's like, there's so much chemistry and attraction there. Then we tried again and then I was feeling her and then we tried again. So that, you know, I was telling you, Jared, that I just started feeling dumb of like, mm-hmm. what was I doing? Because if any of our female listeners were to come to me or male even and tell me that this was happening in their lives, I would be like, what are you doing? Like you need to stop hanging out with this person in that manner. Mm-hmm. 
And yet I didn't want to stop doing that. And I knew what I was doing. And I knew that I was putting myself in a vulnerable spot to get hurt, which I was, I was feeling hurt and I just felt kind of dumb. And so just to refresh people. So you and this guy have great chemistry. Um, There's some ideological things where you don't feel like it, like at the very beginning, you told him, like, I don't see us actually being together. Yeah. And then as you've like, like really bonded with this person and connected with him. Now you're like, wow, I'm feeling these feelings. And he has kind of now a couple of times been like, yeah, no, I'm, you know, not really seeing it as real relationship potential. Yes. Yeah. So, so I guess to kind of summarize what's happened in the last week is we hung out on like a week ago and he told me, like I hadn't really heard from him. And to be honest, I was kind of closing that door because I thought it, this is so rude that I had, you know, been with this person. And then they were kind of like ignoring me, like not even coming over and sitting next to me at pool or anything. And so I decided, you know what, I'm not even going to tell him like the doors just closed. And then he showed up and came over and like kissed me and like was kind of like kiss, kiss, like real. Yeah. Kiss? Like, a oh, yeah. And okay. so I was like super confused. So when people left, it just kind of said, it was like, what I was like, this is very mixed signal. And to be honest, it's coming across a little fuck boy. And like, what, what do you want? Because I've told you what I want. So he like came up and this is like around other people where you guys well, play pool. No, yes, okay. but not, not, like the, the important people weren't there. Got it. But yeah, okay. like in our territory, like in Wh- front of. Yeah. Which is a move you do to like your girlfriend. Yes. So that's yeah. why I was like kind of confused, especially like that was our first interaction after a few days of like really not even hearing from him. So I just called him out on it. And he said, he was like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I'm not trying to, I'm so sorry that I'm coming across that way. He's like, that's not how I mm. feel. He's like, I've actually, since we talked, I've actually been trying to open my heart up a little bit because Hmm. you know it's been pretty closed so then we had a really great time (laughs) had sex is that what you're saying yeah uh (laughs) and every time it's been better and better but that's great yeah um but then i don't remember what night it was but we had a really great conversation i just I just felt like it was just a struggle for him to even just text me and, or just come over and say hi or hug me or whatever. And so we talked after the end of the night. Cause if, again, if you're new listening or this doesn't make any sense, I'm in a billiards league. I'm there like six days a week. Now <laughs> I play league okay. three nights a week. I'm there six days a week. I'm getting really good. It's really exciting. It's like something really exciting for me. It's cheap to be there, like super cheap. Yeah. It's like cheap entertainment. It's fun. I'm making all this new friends. It's really been a great experience. So after one night, um, I just said to him, I was like, your heart is so closed off. There's not even room in there for me, like at all. Like it's Mm. like a very small. And I said, I cannot keep doing this to myself because it's hurting me. And I'm not mad at you. I don't think you're a bad person. I don't think you're trying to do this. And he got really vulnerable and opened up to me about what he was struggling with, about his life of this person he was and this person that he's becoming, but he's not there yet. And he Hmm. wants to keep working on that. And like, he's not in his career where he thought he would be at this point. And it's like, he's just trying to even just survive his own life, let alone have room for anybody else in it. And so we agreed officially, <laughs> we'll see, um, to, to just be friends. And what's interesting is since that, I'm hearing from him more. He's interacting with me more. I think that it just was like a pressure thing yeah. on him. Yeah. And it's kind of nice to see him just a little bit more relaxed. Mm-hmm. I'm also seeing things that I don't 
like, which is interesting. I wonder if I was like blinded mm. by them. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I was feeling kind of dumb. And then I feel like, I feel like we've come to a good place and I feel settled with, I still like him, but I don't have the same feelings that I had for him a week ago. And I feel like I've been able to close, close that part of my heart and just enjoy him as a friend, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting. So, you know, you and I have talked about the way in which all the dating coaches and dating advice people be like, don't have sex too soon. But then like, we know couples who, yeah. I, I one of my close friends is married to a guy that she took home and fucked from the bar. Like the first night they met each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that's true is that I know couples, one of whom is getting married quite soon who did this whole like, well, we hook up occasionally, but we're not into each other like that. And mm -hmm. then we stopped doing that. And mm -hmm. we're just friends Then we started hooking up again and stuff like that. So you never know. Right. Right. Sure. And and the thing that's interesting to me, like when you had said to me, we hung out again, we slept together, like blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I'm feeling like, you know, I'm doing something I would tell other people not to do. I was encouraging you to like not feel bad about that because mm -hmm. You know, like we all have these things of like, well, I need someone who's going to do this and I need someone who's going to do this or whatever. And like, if you find someone and even though they're not checking all the boxes on the list of like what you want an ideal partner to do, if you're still feeling attracted to them, connected to them, like, hey, like go, you know, like almost like look at it as an experiment, like yeah. go for it. Right. And it's, yeah. and it's interesting the way his behavior shifted now that like the pressure's off a little bit. And I'll be really curious to see <laughs> what the, what the update is like a week from now. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. But, but I, I guess, but I guess what I'm saying to you is like, whatever the update is, if you get, you know, because it's also hard when you see each other all the time, I, all the time. So if you see each other and like, you're yeah. feeling a little lonely and he's being a little charming and whatever, then like yeah. wh whatever you decide to do, I guess what I'm saying to you is like, don't fucking judge yourself for it and yeah. don't feel bad yeah. about it and whatever. Well, you know? I appreciate that. I, I think it will also be interesting if one of us starts seeing someone. Oof. Because I know that would be really hard for me. Yeah. If he started seeing someone and bringing her to the pool hall. That would be really yeah. hard. I think for him... Like, we've kind of talked about this. I'm like, what would you, how would you feel if I start? He's like, I think I'd be fine with it. And I'm like, no, he wouldn't. Like, there's no way me bringing someone that he, it wouldn't bother him. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's not like I'm going to go grab someone and bring them in as a <laughs> test. <laughs> Although that would be interesting. That but. did occur to me immediately yeah. when you said that. I was like, who could she bring? <laughs> Well, so, you know, it's interesting, this whole billiards thing and me having more friends and kind of getting things from this, not in like a, I'm out to get them or whatever. I am just meeting some really cool people and have new friends. And it's, it's just been a really interesting um, journey for me, but something that's been happening lately is there is like some gossip and drama like within the pool oh, hall great. against yeah. with like couples and things like that and it has been a long time since i've been a part of any of that and <laughs> i i love hearing the tea you're just eating it up that's i'm eating it up it's amazing <laughs> especially when i'm a part of it that i don't even know i am <laughs> and i'm just like i love that <laughs> that's so fun Okay, so let's get into what we're talking about today, okay. which we're going to we're going to go through some things that we wish our younger selves would know about kissing, flirting, mm -hmm. basically things that we now at our age are still <laughs> dealing with. Yeah. So let's yeah. start with you had the idea to start with flirting. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like, so like we're not experts, but we've certainly picked up a lot along the way from the time we were teenagers. So like advice for our younger self, right? Yeah. Like, and even if you don't resonate with this, it'll be a fun conversation. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be things you'll learn about us. Okay. So what's your stance? What are, what are your sort of like 
What's your playbook on flirting? So fl- flirting has always been really natural for me because mm-hmm. I feel so comfortable around guys. I've, I feel like I've always connected more with guys than I do with girls. And I'm also good at self-deprecation. And I think with flirting, there has to be a lot of banter, which involves teasing to a point. I mean, you have to know your audience. You have to know what line you're crossing, what line you shouldn't cross. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think my, I think here's going to be my main thing here is more so less of, of giving my take on how women women should flirt but i think more so if you're a guy oh you're gonna give advice for my younger self yes i love it to read body language (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely there have been so many times including today where someone starts flirting with me that i'm not interested in and and that's the thing is like i will flirt back if I'm interested. But if I'm not interested, I am fake laughing. I'm not smiling a lot. I My body language is turned away or I have my arms crossed or I, I just look like I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing is whether you think you're a good flirter or not, if you're feeling a connection with the person, it's going to be kind of a natural flow whether it's awkward or not, like I've had awkward flirting and it's still cute because I'm interested in the person and the person's interested in me. Mm-hmm. But when it's, when it's not there, like men, you got to step aside because there's a power issue there. Right. So like that I've been in situations that I feel very uncomfortable with when the man continues to flirt. And as, especially as my younger self, not knowing how to handle those situations and just having mm-hmm. to sit there and deal with them. And so I guess now, I guess then going into that, my younger self as a woman, being a woman, it's okay to be like, Hey, I'm not interested mm-hmm. or Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to go, I have to go catch a phone call and just leave, just bounce. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's my thing is like, not necessarily how to flirt, but more of like, know your boundaries, men, watch body language and know your audience. And then also women don't be afraid or work on being able to, to say what you want, what you don't want, or at least have things that will get you out of situations. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So here is my framework for like what flirting is. I think, okay. I think you're, I wrote down like three things. Well, four things. You're making the person feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Love that. You are. And some of how you're doing this is by like showing interest in them. Right. Right. And then the key is like, you should be having fun together. Mm-hmm. You're like inviting the person into like this little moment of laughter and fun and playfulness with you. Right. And the fourth thing I said is, like play with distance because that's part of like the, the teasing and the banter that you were talking about is like, if I'm just like, Oh my God, you're so attractive. You're the most beautiful woman in this room. Like blah, blah. Now I'm not flirting and I'm not doing any of those things I just said. Right. I'm not, we're not having fun. We're not being playful, whatever. Right. So it's this mixture play with distance means you let the person, you show some interest maybe give the person a compliment, you know, let them know that you find them attractive, make them feel attractive themselves. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of dance a few steps back. Right. Mm -hmm. And, And you can do that by sort of like teasing them a little bit or, you know, and that's where when you talked about being self deprecating, I think that's a way that you do that too, because part of that, You're also, I think, like, when you're doing this right, you're showing that you have confidence in yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And it's sort of like doing that, doing that dance, right? Because what's fun and exciting for the other person where attraction comes from is like a little bit of uncertainty. Mm Mm-hmm. 
right? Yeah, you're not throwing all your cards out on the table right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it's um, I I heard the phrase somewhere that like uh, effort comes, effort increases with mutual interest. Mm. And I think oh, that I love you're like that. I'm gonna take a little baby step and like you know ask you know like if if, if like okay, I'll, I'll give an example. At your birthday party several years ago, <laughs> I, I started, know. there was like a friend of a friend who I thought was attractive or whatever. Yeah, that was a great night. That was one of my favorite nights ever. That was a fun night. I got really drunk that night. I know. Um, <laughs> and like, it, you know, like it started out sort of like very, you know, like I walk in and I, I knew you and a number of people there, but I hadn't met this person before we were introduced. Like then like later on, as a group of us are sitting around the table, like, I just directed some conversation her way. Like, oh, so, you know, what do you do? Or where, how do you know so-and-so or whatever, right? And then this is what you're saying about like, read the language, like read the mm -hmm. body language or whatever. Then like she gave a little bit back. Okay, and now I'm on to talking to someone else, right? Because mm -hmm. it's like, I don't swing all my attention on her and like lock her into a conversation with me mm -hmm. for 20 Oh, minutes. you got to like so. give her a little, like little bits of Jared. Yeah. Don't You're you like, think? I like it. Yeah. 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 I like that. I mean, I'll, just I'll... show like, oh, I'm interested in like knowing a little bit more about you are right. about who you are and blah, blah, blah. And then like we chatted a little bit more. And then I was like, people, it was one of those bars where there's cornhole and like various people were like playing cornhole. And I was like, oh, do you want to play cornhole with me? And she was like, yeah. And so, okay, cool. Now yeah, we're like taking, taking another half step towards each other while we're playing cornhole. We're like finding out more about each other. I'm teasing her a little bit, mm -hmm. but also being a little bit complimentary, you know, and even the attention is sort of, you know, like that's a form of mm -hmm, flattery sure. and compliment too. Yeah. So I don't know. And, and also really quick on body language, I will touch the man if I'm mm. interested. I will put yeah. my arm or my hand on their arm. Sometimes I do it even with guys I'm not necessarily interested in, if I feel comfortable enough and we're kind of having a conversation like you do that a lot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But for sure, if I'm interested, I'll do it a few times where I'll kind of touch the arm in like a flirty way or um, like if I am playing pool with someone that I'm into and I can tell they're flirting with me, they'll kind of come behind me to like help me get in a position like that's sexy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. and I, I think that's what you were saying, right? Where if if you're not getting a really reciprocal response from the person, then back off. Yeah. Right? So number one, don't swing all of your attention on them right away and like lock them into just a one-on-one -on -one interaction with you. And, and even if it's going well, back off. Mm -hmm. Like take some distance, yes. talk to some other people, come yes. back to it right 100. it's a, it's a dance it's yes. a, it's a fun totally. little totally you got to play yeah. the game play the flirting game exactly all right we're moving on to kissing so okay. we have talked about kissing before episode 10 and we talk a lot about like our experiences both positive and negative but let's just do like a quick review <laughs> because people need to hear this <laughs> mhm mm Okay, so my whole thing with kissing, I'm going to actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to talk you through my perfect first kiss. Okay. Okay. So my perfect first kiss. First, there's the declaration of intent. <laughs> I would love to kiss you. I am interested in kissing you. And so then, like, it's like, slow and soft and like you go in and you kind of you know you lock lips mm -hmm. and then you do that a couple more times like it's slow yes like soft mouths right? closed mouths at this point closed yes lips okay. together touch yes hold for a second or so or maybe yeah two three seconds don't no longer than four seconds okay that's a little long Sure. I had someone one time, it was like 10 seconds. I was like, this is really long. Did you like open your eyes and start looking around? I, yeah. I was like, did he fall asleep? <laughs> so 
And then you, if, if the kiss continues, right. Cause you could mm-hmm. stop it at that. You slowly introduce the tongue mm-hmm. and you introduce it. You don't poke it and you don't slide it and you don't scissor it. <laughs> mm. I'm not sure. <laughs> scissor it well you know like like that like swipe it back and forth swipe it like back a and forth. Yeah. horizontal windshield wiper correct yeah no windshield wiping you okay. you soften it and connect it with the other persons and mm. it's supposed to be connected in an opposite way so you're not connecting it together like straight on because that would be pokey right you have to soften it and kind of mold it back and forth against the other person's tongue. It should be slow at first. So slow, gentle, less tongue. And mm-hmm. then over time, it can become a little bit more aggressive. Yes. How do you feel about all of that? I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, the things that I think are really important are yeah like especially like i think what most dudes need to hear is like a very slow approach right so like mouth closed just lips like do that a little bit then when you you can sort of start parting your lips a little bit like introduce the tongue like sort of slowly a little bit at a time don't just like shove it all in as soon as the (laughs) you and your partner open your mouths a little bit um i think that's really important yeah. Uh, two things that I, th- I would add to your uh, really good description so far. So number one, you have to is to vary the sensation. Mm-hmm. So when as human beings, right, when uh, we have the same same sensation over time, like we stop feeling it. Sure. So like change things up. Right. Um, you know, kind of like which to me can be like, have fun. And you're sort of still doing this dancing kind of bantering thing. Like you should still be doing that a little bit when you're kissing. So like, Mm -hmm. you know, come up for air, make a little comment, like, you know, that's going to be like funny or complimentary or whatever. Um, So like vary the sensation and like, remember that it's all about like sort of being connected to one another. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, uh, I also say pay attention to what you're doing with all the parts of your body other than your mouth too. Mm-hmm. So, so like, you know, like pull the person closer to you mm-hmm. or run your hands through your partner's hair or touch their face or whatever. Right. Like kind of like you're, you know, like I think that is part of a really good kiss too. Yeah. I love that. I, I really like, like my, like someone grabbing my face, like mm-hmm. and kind of pulling my face in or even like cupping my face, like not the whole mm-hmm. time, but just kind of like in a very sweet and endearing way. Um, I love my hair being played with. I'll also do that kind of um, like hand on the back, kind of like a little rub rub mm-hmm. <laughs> on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I will say, and I, I know I've said this before on the show, but especially for women who are interested in male identified partners twice in my life, like early on when I was like, even before we started kissing, I think um, twice I've had two different women, like very intentionally, like when we were like hugging or something like that, like press their whole body up against my whole body. And it felt like a jolt of electricity went through me. Oh, interesting. I like that. You know, like it's, it's very, it was like, for me, at least it's very like, wow. Oh, okay. It's just like whole body sensation. Yeah. Um, And so like, that's a little like ace to keep up the sleeve. I think. Yeah. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. I think one of my favorite kisses ever was I, my, one of my ex-boyfriends, we had, had kind of this crazy night and we had talked a lot and we had this like embrace and it was a long embrace. And then when we pulled away, he, he took both hands and he cut my face and he was like, can I kiss you? And then he kissed me and it was just, there was no tongue. It was just very sweet, very gentle. That was like the 
probably one of the best first kisses I've ever had. Mm. And you, you know, what just came to mind when you described that is the word savoring. Mm. Right. Like, mm. Mm. <laughs> that is, that is the sound of savoring. Um, Right. Because you want to be like, so like, you know, actually savoring is a positive psychology strategy. Um, I've like read the research on it, but um, you know, that's like when you eat at like the nicest restaurant you've ever been to, like you're taking small bites, you want to enjoy like mm -hmm. every moment of it. You're not in a hurry to get to the end. Right. Right. And the yeah. same thing, like a really good kiss has that element of like, okay, I'm going to savor like just our lips touching. Yeah. Before we totally. get into the next thing. Right. Yes. Like, and not just being in a hurry to like, yeah. like, let's, let's, let's get to it, you know, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Because there are going to be some times where like, that is what you want to do. And it's sure. like, just like, go for it and get it done. But like, we're talking more about like, first times or even, like whenever you want to kind of make the best of it. Mm -hmm. Do you yeah. have a worse? Do you have a worse kiss? Uh, yeah, I was when I was in college, we talked our German professor into like paying for a van to take us to this like town that had this Oktoberfest. Uh -huh. um, and we were all like 21. So we were like, yeah, let's, we'll go drink beer. It'll be great. Um, and I think we like we stayed the night because it was like a couple hours away from our campus. And we met these like German girls who were like our same age, who were like nannying in the States. Um, and I made out with one of them and she did this like darty snake tongue <laughs> thing. And maybe like, you know, like, and then like back and forth real quick or whatever. And I was like, I was like so caught <laughs> off guard. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't know what was going on. That wasn't a great one. <laughs> so yeah so some like what not to do's because i've also had experiences where they're biting really hard or like mm. sucking my lips that till i they're like bruised yeah so so what not to do so the pointy darty tongue yeah that's enough no pointy tongue period your tongue shouldn't be hard maybe every now and then if you have experience with this person and you're going for a different feel right if mm -hmm. it's like aggressive and it's kind of like a deeper like more intense kiss, but like you need to be very comfortable with that person to know that that's what they want. Mm -hmm. Are you resonating with that? Or are you mm -hmm. looking, you're looking blank at me? Okay. So then I don't, I personally, I just don't like the, the little. Who's the doing that? Well, I mean, they're not doing, but I was trying to, for people who can't see me, like the tongue going up like and down. moving it up and down real quick. Yeah. Don't move like your tongue real quick. How about just that? <laughs> No sudden movements. It's like if you're around animals. There doesn't really. Okay. There, you don't need to mimic what you want to do in other areas of <laughs> the bedroom with your tongue. You just don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So just it's its own entity. And I think the biggest thing is. Okay. So wait, no pokey, no darty. No side to side. Yep. No, no flicking of the tongue. Who's doing this? <laughs> no. Okay. You can suck. You can do some sucking, but it, it should be gentle and not often. And once in a while. Yes. 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 And same thing with the biting. It mm -hmm. should always be the lower lip, right? Who's biting the upper lip? Well, maybe. Okay. I could see it. If you're, if you're like switching it up, like that's, that's, that's a, that's a harder, that's a higher degree of difficulty to actually. Yeah, pull that you have to off. have technique. Yeah. There has to be talent to this because it needs to be yeah. soft unless your partner has said to you, I want it this way. You yeah. know, if you're well, going to try it out. Yeah. That's like the biggest thing, right? Is like, again, still be listening to your partner, still be reading your partner's responses. Like, and also, if you're being a good partner, like give your partner some feedback. Yeah. Oh, like, totally. Make noise. Like even just but like I'm not saying like sort of like say, hey, do, do this. Don't do that. I mean, which is also great. But just like, you know, you can like make noise or just be more enthusiastic when they're doing something that you like and kind of like turn that down when they're doing something you're not as into. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I think my thing is 
is this is, so I have done a few TikToks or two, yeah, a few TikToks on TikTok for kissing. They've gone viral. I mean, viral. And one of them was just, just how to tell someone or teach someone how you want them to kiss you because Mm. you have a voice. You're allowed to communicate that. You don't have to just, just because you don't like the way they kiss doesn't mean it's a deal breaker. Like the guy that Mm -hmm. I was recently seeing, the casual guy, like our first kiss, he kind of did a little bit of like the side to side. And Mm. I I just said to him, I pulled away. I was like, "Mm, I don't really, I don't really like that. (laughs) And he's like, what do you mean? And I said, well, you know, when you do your tongue like this, I said, it just doesn't really do anything for me. And he was like, oh, he's like, okay. So then we started kissing again and he's, and he went to do it. He's like, you're right. I do do that. And then he was like, I don't know why I do that. That's great. Here's the thing, especially with men, I think there's so many other things that they, there's another goal to this. So I think saying something you like, it's not going to just turn off the chemistry. Like it's not just going to, they're not going to be like, I can't believe you said that. I never want to kiss you again. Like, I think most men would want feedback. Like that they would think it would be sexy that a woman would be able to communicate her needs and what she likes. Yes. And be like clear, but also be like kind and constructive. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know that I was kind. I mean, I wasn't like rude, but it was more of just like, that doesn't really work for me. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But, but, but it wasn't like, why do you do that? Like, that's awful. Like, don't do that. Right. Like it was. Yeah. 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 I think, I think honesty and communication and being direct is really sexy. And I think most men would think that too, because here's the kicker of all of this, whatever turns you on, that's what's going to turn the other person on. Like I'm turned on when this person is turned on by something I'm doing, right? If they don't like something I'm doing, then I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. because then that doesn't do anything for me. So I want to know, I just want to know what they like, what they don't. And sometimes I'll just ask, I'll be like, do you like this? Like, how does this feel? You know? Mm -hmm. Well, and I think also this kind of gets us into like, you know, we talked about it with flirting, but I think it's a really important, if you're taking this approach to not just kissing, but like any kind of sexual activity with a partner, like one of the things that's important to remember and why it's good, I think, to have this mindset is because like realizing that like consent is a living thing, mm-hmm. right? And it changes moment to moment, second to second. I mean, I almost think like you can almost think of it as like a fire, right? Like, you know, like the fire can either like build up and get bigger or it can like start to like dwindle down and go out, right? Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you do one thing and it's like throwing a bucket of water on the fire, right? Like if you do something that really triggers your partner and makes them really uncomfortable, or whatever, now it's completely out, right? Mm-hmm. But what you should be, you know, and, and I think, because I think sometimes when people talk about consent, they talk about it like it's this agreement you make ahead of time of like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. And now we already agreed. This is what we're going to do. So we're going to, we're going to complete this act. Right. And it's like, that's not how consent works at all. Right. It's actually like sort of second by second. So you can be like, Hey, do you want to do this? And your partner can be like, yeah, let's do it. And then like your partner is like, Oh, I don't like doing this. Right. And like, to be a good partner and to not put your partner in a, in a bad place and not put yourself in a bad place, you should be sort of like trying to read that. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like you know your partner well enough and you're really good at sort of like reading their body language and their nonverbals and stuff like that, then great. Um, It's always better to like be reading that by like, just like checking it. Mm-hmm. You know, which to me, you know, when we were talking about kissing, like, you know, like, like, that's part of why I like kind of come up for air and like make a comment. And like, you know, it's just to kind of like share a little laugh, but it also gives me a chance to like, look at my partner, like see where she is, you know, or whatever. Um, and have us like reconnect for that moment. And, and even that funny little, like, coming up for air moment 
can be like, oh, like, are you having fun? Are you liking this? You know, I'm really enjoying this, you know, and then like, you know, um, because yeah, I don't know. I, I always say when I'm talking to students, like men, you know, like college age men about sex, I always say like, it's a really important distinction that like sex is something you do with someone and not something you do to someone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, just kind of like, can you stay in that moment together? Can you stay connected? And if your partner gets pulled out of that moment, maybe it has something to do with something you're doing. Maybe it has nothing to do with you, mm -hmm. you know, like kind of being cognizant and like, you know, like then changing or stopping or whatever, right. Being with them where they are, I think is mm -hmm. really important. I love that. Yeah. I think above all that is the most important is just make sure that consent is there. You're on the same page. I would say even with some people might feel like this is extreme, but there's been oftentimes where I've been making out with someone and they touched my boobs too soon or my butt too soon. And I'm not ready for it. I don't want it, mm. you know? So I would say with those things like err on the side of slower, right? Don't go for it right away. Or even like, I really like it when someone's like, is this okay? Or if mm -hmm. I'm ready for it, I'll take their hand there, mm. you know? Yeah. So hmm. is that what you, I don't know. I, I guess just all of these things, like when I look at my younger self and going into like these stages of my life of like where I am now, I've learned a lot of like what I like and what I don't like. And I, the biggest thing I've learned that I wish I knew sooner is communicating my boundaries mm. and being very firm about that. Yes. And if you are younger and you're listening right now, the sooner you can be like, Hey, I like that. Hey, I don't like that. Hey, I feel uncomfortable. No, you're not listening to me. Yes, I want this. Please do this. Don't do that. Like the more you're going to feel like you have control of your actions, your body, what you want, what you don't want. A hundred percent. I'm so glad you said that because, and I think that's why I think it's important to remember like picking up on body language and cues and hints is a privilege and it's not a skill that everyone has. So I've known, you know, people in my life that I'm close to who have had these really negative experiences and they go, well, I'm, you know, I, I was, I was making it clear, but the person wasn't responding. And it's, and then when you say, then when you get it, like, well, really, how are you making it clear? Like, oh, like my body language could not have been any more clear. Well, like, you know, if alcohol is involved, if it's a person who doesn't read stuff like that, well, whatever, like it may not be clear. So like part of being a good partner is like speaking up. And if something is making you uncomfortable and the person's not picking up on your body language or your hints, say something mm -hmm. like for your sake, for their sake. Like, you know, and, and I think this is really hard for women in our culture because our culture teaches women that they should be nice, that they should, you know, soothe men's egos and, and go along with what the guy wants. Like we're sort of, you know, like we, we, in some cases explicitly, but often sort of like implicitly like teach women to assume that role. And I think it's really damaging mm -hmm. to, to, you know, women and and their heterosexual male partners like actually having good fulfilling consensual sex lives right yeah yeah your your mental health and your body are more important than a guy feeling uncomfortable for a moment because yeah for one second yeah yeah, yeah. and and fuck any person that doesn't respect that um and you know if you want to listen to we have one of my favorite episodes ever with Erica mm -hmm. on uh, consent is sexy 2.0. She gives some really great advice of things you can say and do in the moment if you're not being listened to. And one of them, I, I think about this often actually is saying to the person after you said no, and they're continuing, they're not listening to you saying to that person, everything you do after this point is sexual assault. 
Like you Mm -hmm. are willingly sexually assaulting me after I've said no. Yeah. I think that's so powerful. Which is, it's so sad and messed up that that would be something that people need to say, but that's something that people need to say, like particularly like people who are with male partners, frankly, Mm -hmm. right? Because like, you know, over 95% of sexual assaults are perpetrated by men. Mm-hmm. Most of those on women, but also many of those on male partners mm-hmm. or, you know, trans partners, gender queer partners, whatever. Um, and so, yeah, like be clear, like use your voice, you know? Um, yeah. And, and go listen to Erica's episode. If, if this so is something good. that you're interested yeah. in or, or is really speaking to you because it's really important stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad we got into consent. It's like one of my favorite topics. Yeah. We were not planning that, but I think it's so important with all of this, you Mm -hmm. know? All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed today. You're going to get four best ofs. The the short little intros are kind of funny. So I hope you enjoy them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And we just want to, I just want to say, we love you guys so much. Like we love you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you for supporting the show. Yeah. Have a good summer. Um, we'll see you after summer camp. <laughs> With some really cool new stuff that's coming up. I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Okay. All right. Follow us on Instagram at hellongoypanyas, at underscore Lana Joan, at the real Jared Rodriguez. You can go to our website, www.hellongoypodcast.com. You can find all of our things, our Patreon, our YouTube, our sponsors. We have amazing sponsors for the show. Um, rate and review on Apple. Follow, rate on Spotify, share with a friend. That's it. That's it. it. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.